Hello, boys and gals and non-binary pals. It's me, Phoebe. And on today's episode, uh, we talk about Steve-O, Viral Soda, um, a new initiative to save the bees, um, as well as some appreciation events or awareness events that come up in the month of July. Um, Also, we have to have a little serious talk about recent political events. So stay tuned. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast. (laughs) You're crazy with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on this crazy train together. You and me, Thelma and Louisiana it, but not over at Canyon Cliff. I mean, unless you want to on a dare, and we're being paid like an exorbitantly large amount of money, and there was a high chance we would survive. Like a 99.9% chance we'd survive. Yes. Because, I mean, I love you, but <laughs> no. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. From our last podcast. At our undisclosed location in the parking lot of our place. Yeah, so I guess we'll get announcements over done now. So, <laughs> you know what? No, we'll we'll we'll, get, we'll cover that more a little bit later. No, yeah, no. Well, you teased them. I did. And we'll continue teasing them. <laughs> okay, so welcome back to the podcast. And, Two opinionated, well, one opinionated drag queen, her equally opinionated co-host, sit down and talk about random shit that popped up on the, on one of our news feeds. So, right? <laughs> so, and there has been some crazy fucking shit that has been going on in the last, how many weeks has it been since we've done a podcast? It, it's been... It's been a bit. It's been a bit and everything. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. And like a lot of it's... Gonna already go down by the time this airs, which by the time this airs, anything a lot of it's gonna go down. Already gone down and everything. But anywho, well, I guess we'll get started. But our world is on fire. Yes, like my, like shut my, up. I was gonna say like my feet after a long shift. That was not what you were gonna say. Yes, it was. I need my Lotrimin Ultra. <laughs> that was not what you were. My gonna toes say. are burning. I might have a fungus. Lovely. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, burning, burning, like my junk after a workout, because <laughs> of a chafing, because I'm fat. <laughs> chafing. <laughs> it's hard for me to find pants. <laughs> All right, so moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so so this little first topic, okay, okay. Do you know who's We're gonna Steve- start soft and go hard later. Okay, but enough about your sex life, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, I get it. You like the you like him to pet and kiss you before he chokes you and holds Stop your head it. and holds your head underwater for a minute. <laughs> okay, we're not going that far. And then and then tells you you've been a good girl and then does it over again and over again and over again. Why and, am I getting waterboarded? <laughs> well you're also getting you're also getting it from the back, you know, while you're being waterboarded. Really? <laughs> How many people am I with now? Well, the one person. I'm saying he's able to do that. <laughs> what is he, Aquaman? I don't know. You guys decided to have sex in your pool at your apartment complex. I don't know what the fuck you guys were thinking in the first place. That cesspool? No. 
Anyways, anyways, so, do you know who Steve-O is, dear? Wasn't he one of the people on Jackass? Yes, he was. He was one of the people on Jackass. Didn't he, like, sue the people on Jackass, or was that somebody else? No, that was somebody else. Oh, okay. Oh, but anyways, but Steve-O, okay, so he had, so he's actually, he's also a comedian. Okay. He's also a stand-up comedian. Um, anyways, he's doing his bucket list tour. Um. And one of those is Waco? Yeah, one of them is actually the Waco Hippodrome. I'm not a Waco Hippodrome. You know, I'm not going to say the date just in case how some people feel and everything about him. Because, you know, they've done some pretty awful things on that show. <laughs> and actually... A little bit. And Steve-O actually does say he regrets a lot of decisions they made. But then again, his defense and everything, he was going through a lot of crap himself. But, anyway. Uh, so his bucket list tour. Someone sent me this notice... <sighs> They thought I would like it, and I was thinking, like, oh, it's just one of the jackass guys and everything. You know what's different about this tour? What's It's basically Steve-O sharing the totally uncensored, um, the totally uncensored, rated, some of them NC-17 triple X, not only video clips, but stories, because the NDAs finally let go, <laughs> finally expired. Of what happened behind the scenes while he was part of the Jackass team. <laughs> well, alrighty. So, you get to see the stuff that they actually censored. But see, okay, so here was my thing about Jackass. And I'm not, I've, it, it was just never mm-hmm. my thing. Because I don't. I don't like to watch people get hurt and and find it funny. It just it it was just never something I watched and was like, oh that guy got hurt, that's funny. Well, oh that guy got hurt, that's funny. Or people punching each other in the junk. Or and I know it was like crazy pranks that they did, and they were like, well, you know, they thought these out and stuff. But I just didn't ever find humor and that shit like ever like it was never funny to me like you know the thing is like with me and everything of course i found it i kind of found it funny but then again and everything how old was i when this was going on i don't know i, I don't know they started when i was still in single digits so <laughs> and also you know but and also did you just call me old no, but you did. So, <laughs> anyway, and do, do I have friends who attempted those pranks? Yes, we all do. We all have those friends and family members. We all have them. They did stupid stuff for some stupid cockamamie reason. Like, I, I still don't know how my cousin was able to get those shopping carts go on the highest hill in our hometown, and then you know, just you know, without getting caught by the cops. Considering the fact that the chief of police was like, the house is right there. <laughs> But that's how he broke his. That's how. That's how he broke his wrist. That's how he broke his wrist, and you know we get to make. And we kind of got to make fun of him because when he wasn't looking, um, his mom let us draw funny things on his thing. So, <laughs> on his cast. So, actually, he still has a cast somewhere. Kind of keeps his memento. He says like he says he says I tell my wife, this is my stupid collection for stuff that I will keep. To remind me not to do this again. But secretly, I keep it because that was still fucking rad. <laughs> and I will say, it was kind of sick and everything. I mean, he did a whole handstand on the shopping cart as it was going down the hill. 
But I, I will always perpetually laugh at the episode where Steve-O, they basically put a porter potty on a giant slingshot. The thing was Ew. that they didn't tell him it was a used porter potty. And as they slung him up in the air. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, and then the questionable prank that they pulled um, on a gastroenterologist. They made an appointment. They said one of their friends and everything, he's been having some stomach pains and whatnot. Got him to put, like, toy cars up his butt. <laughs> he did the x-ray, and they freaked the gastro out. <laughs> and the cat was like, um, do you, um, do you guys do extracurricular activities of the, um, of, of the sexual kind? Because I don't usually see stuff like this in people's bodies unless they've been adventurous with their partner and they forgot to tie a string around it. <laughs> oh, anyways, the, the doctor couldn't get it out and everything. He had to pass it on his own. So about 12 hours later, so about 12 hours later, ah. Uh... <laughs> Good Lord. And they did one final x-ray and everything. And that x-ray will forever be burned in my mind. Mostly because they got the outline of his penis and it was like, you know, 10 inches long. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, what looked like the world's biggest shit <laughs> stuck in there, too. <laughs> so. <laughs> and he was one of the hot guys, so. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, uh, he was one of the hot guys. I'm just like. And yet again, I'm at an age and everything where, my, where I got my jollies at this time from anatomy books. Okay. <laughs> So, sue me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not say a word. I'm just... Meanwhile, I know that, I know the, I know the porter pie thing grossed you out and everything, but you know what was really gross? Yeah. It was really gross. This viral soda trend that's been going around. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard of this. Okay, okay, so... But it, what you're writing here is just... It, it's I, nasty, it's, isn't it's it? disgusting. Well, before certain events became viral on TikTok and everything, this was trending before those... Before certain events that we will talk about a little yeah. later started trending and everything. This was actually on every big creator's thing where they were doing this, you know, along with that tortilla challenge we talked about last time. Yeah, I mean, but that that's kind of funny. Yeah, see... But, see, I started following um, a, 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 a client of mine, and he and his mom were doing it. <laughs> they were doing the the tortilla challenge. Hey, and you it know, was for super your, cute. Hey, for your TikTok, maybe you and your mom should do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom, can I slap you with a tortilla? And she's like, I've been dying to do this to you too. <laughs> <laughs> or your sister, she can work oh. on her repression and rage. But then again, she clenches her jaw a lot, so I picture her getting a lot of projection if yeah. in case she spits it out by accident. <laughs> Wait, what is the tortilla challenge? Well, basically, you take a swig of water, you hold it in your mouth, and you, oh, sl yeah, 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 you yeah. slap okay. each other. With a, you take turns slapping. Well, you, what you're supposed to do, you play rock, paper, scissors. Loser gets slapped with a tortilla. And the person who spits their water out the first, or like first, loses. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, now I get it. One tip and anything. Get those wrap-sized tortillas. Not the fresh ones, but the ones that are pre-packaged. They're a little sturdier. <laughs> Especially the spinach-infused ones. They're a little sturdier. Okay, <laughs> but anyways, uh, so this viral soda challenge—it's. But was, you say uh, that it's supposed to, to be, be a, a dupe, dupe for Coke. Coke. So it's supposed to taste like Coke. 
Supposedly. There's no way. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Everyone out there is just like, this is definitely... balsamic vinegar, vinegar and, and seltzer. seltzer. Yes. I want to vomit just... No. Mm. Just, no. And you know what's funny? It sounds good on a salad, though. <laughs> kind of. You know, actually, I could possibly picture this working, but the amount of balsamic vinegar they've been putting inside that seltzer just was astro just like astronaut. I wouldn't put like a like a serving size in a thing of seltzer. I'd put like maybe you know a drop in there. You know, kind of like when you have like a little bit of salt, something sweet. Yeah. I would probably put like a drop in there and everything to kind of slightly alter the seltzer. And, you know, I make sure it's a flavored seltzer too. You know, something like lemon, like a lemon seltzer. Or a strawberry. Yeah, or to strawberry. have a, like a strawberry vinaigrette. Sort of thing. Or but, raspberry vinaigrette. You know, like a, like a... Yeah, you know, but instead of putting like a full serving, I put like maybe half a teaspoon, you know, just a few drops in there. Yeah. You know, just... You know, but not this. So, so, but apparently this started out because there was like a big. It was like you remember the nature cereal thing that went around, where it's just basically coconut water and fruit. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was like basically a similar channel did this because they were like, "You want a healthier alternative to Coca Cola? Let me show you a dupe." They did this. Mmm, it's delicious. Anyways, and people were doing this, and nobody got the proportions right. And then all of a sudden, they're just like, "Well, it looks like Coke. Doesn't smell like Coke. It tastes and." Although, well, a the, natural dupe for Coke is not drink Coke and drink water. Or in my case, tea. I mean, like, seriously. I mean, I'm just like, seriously. So, anyways, um, so, nope, 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 nope. That's just, no, that, that just sounds disgusting. That's a, nope. you try it and I'll just video you doing it. <laughs> nope, although, although, I think we'd both be willing to try if we got, like, the straw, got, like, some strawberry seltzer and uh, maybe, I don't know, um, Maybe like some, maybe like a flavored vodka. Yeah. Like a little, like a flavored vodka. And then, like I said, like maybe like half a teaspoon of the balsamic vinegar. Oh, we're still putting, we're still putting vinegar in it? Yeah, just to kind of, you know, make it kind of a... Why are we running vodka? It's not going to ruin it. Oh, wait, I forget. You don't drink Blame Mary's. But anyways, no, I mean like, like half a teaspoon just to get like the hint of the balsamic vinegar, but it's going to be covered by everything else. Okay, I might. Like I said, like I said. But I'm only going to try a little bit, and then I'm just switching to the vodka. <laughs> no, no, I mean, but like I said and everything, just like, kind of like I said, just like that little sprinkle of salt on a on a yeah. pastry sort of situation. You know, like I said, full glass, half seltzer, about, you know, another... Half vodka. Uh, half vodka, and then, like, literally, like, half, like, a few drops of the balsamic and a quick stir, and that's it. Okay. That might actually turn out gourmet. <laughs> that might. That might. That might actually turn out gourmet. We taste it and we're just like, wow. And the, and the, you know, actually, if we use the vodka and everything, the balsamic vinegar might actually mellow. You know, that harshness that vodka can have, yeah. especially flavored vodkas. It might actually mellow and help marry the flavor of the, of the seltzer. That's podcast. We'll do it at my house. Then. We'll do it. We'll, we will do, we'll do it at your house. Or... Yeah, we'll do it at your house because you you freak out seeing mine. <laughs> That's true. Let's just face it; it's the place where dreams go to die. <laughs> That's it, true. It is sad, but anyways. Okay, so speaking of sad, <laughs> that was a good transition. That okay? Upcoming horror series or upcoming horror series coming to Netflix, and obviously, what else? Anyway, so um, there's two series. One I already knew about was coming, and I'm a little bit excited about that one because it's a Guillermo del Toro one, um, Cabinet of Curiosities. Um, basically, 
a long time ago, Guillermo del Toro. He had like some short stories with sketches they put together. This is basically a series just like curating those short stories. I'm thinking different direct. I can't remember if different directors are taking approaches for each episode, but it's basically a Guillermo del Toro project. So I think that's gonna be interesting. And the Midnight Club. Okay. Um, is that like the opposite of the Breakfast Club? <laughs> if only. But, <laughs> anyways, but do you know, um, have you ever heard of a show called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark? Yes. Okay, so a hit Teen Nick show, 90s, early 2000s. Um, kids, get, kids gather around, tell scary stories in front of a campfire. The Midnight Society. <clears throat> this is kind of supposed to be, from what I heard, something like that. Except these kids are meeting in like a haunted house and they're telling a story. And the stories come, come to life, life, basically. You know, so it's basically a similar situation. I'm excited about this because it's like a flashback to um, being at home. Friday night and it's evening time just before I go to bed and like Ooh. you have fun with that right after school Ooh. <laughs> a little spooky spooky <laughs> talk yourself out oh come on it might be cute <laughs> well you watch it and you let me know alright fine I will like it I know you're excited for this one is because it's a I am because it's basically a reboot of a classic from a guy who, if they do it well if they fuck it up like these stupid fucking cartoons well it's gonna be like a Tim Burton class it's gonna be like a Tim Burton twist so well I do like Tim Burton so basically Adam's family reboot starring titled Wednesday and basically the main character of this is Wednesday, Wednesday herself <laughs> Wednesday Adams. I would very sad. I don't think they had a copyright. And tell you the truth, I like the animated movies, but they went like the, but, but then again, like then again, a lot of people keep comparing it to the live action films with Angela with Angelica Houston and all that. You can't do that. I mean, like, that, that's where a lot of people, like, but then again, have you seen the original cartoons? The ones that came out this year? Or no, in the mean, last like, several years? Like, like, several decades ago? Like, the original oh. Adam's Family cartoons? No. Okay, that's, that's kind of where the character designs come from. That's actually where the character designs for the CGI movies come from. And, you know, also, even, like, the story plots and the zaniness come from is actually from that. Oh. So, you know. So, yeah. And then I remember there was, like, a 1990s series of it, which I thought was fun. I wish they would bring it back. I wish they would, because it was actually kind of weird and fun. But, of course, it was the 90s, so it was a little more um, horror-ish, but still kid-friendly. Yeah. Which is weird. I don't, which is kind of hard to explain. You had to grow up in the 90s to get it. Yeah. You had to, you had to be either a teenager or a child in the 90s to get it. So, <laughs> I missed the 90s. I do miss the 90s. I miss it. I miss it. We just came out of the 80s and we're... 80s music was great. 90s music was great. I know. Fashion, not too much. Hair. I know. It was so relaxed. Everyone was wearing flannel. (laughs) Everyone was wearing flannel. (laughs) Everyone was wearing flannel. That was when the housing market was still kind of good for people in their 20s. Yeah, I miss... I, I, I was not... I was not of age to buy a house. I wish it was now because I'm still renting. Applying for college was so much... Compared now to back to the 90s, applying for college was so much easier back then. Yeah. It was so much easier and it was so much less tuition. 
So much. So much. And loans were actually reasonable-ish. Ish. I say ish because one of us in this very studio is still paying theirs off. Yeah, I am. Don't get a student loan, kids. No, don't. Don't, don't, don't. Don't, don't get, don't get student And all this bullshit about loan forgiveness is just that. Bullshit. Yeah, just, so don't get student loans. Don't get student loans. Don't get student loans. Don't get student loans. Apply for grants, scholarships, all that jazz. Every scholarship you can find. And guess what? If you go to the library and talk to the librarian, there is a book, actually multiple books, uh-huh. that is nothing but the names and qualifications for scholarships. Mm-hmm. Millions, millions of dollars in scholarships are available. You just have to open the book. And find them. And find them. And, guess- and apply for every fucking scholarship that you can find. And guess what? Some of those scholarships... They've actually been sitting there as a fund, as an IRA fund for um, for years, and they even they even go ahead and relax on a lot of the qualifications for those. Yeah, mostly because guess what? You found it. Yeah, because <laughs> nobody knows of this book. <clears throat> even the people that I tell to go to the library and get this book and start applying for scholarships don't listen to me. Why do they not listen to me? Why don't people listen to me? I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. People just assume I'm crazy and I'm crazy and potentially schizophrenic. Well, well, have I been wrong before <laughs> in a lot uh, of things? Uh, I mean, remember every goddamn thing. I remember everything, and I predict. I'm able to predict trends to pretty damn near accuracy, and you know, but, but we'll talk about that later. But anyways, uh, the. the uh, but yeah, so um, but yeah, so it's just a base of like I said, like scholarships, scholarships. I mean, they're out there and everything. And if you do apply for a loan, I would advise a student from a, getting a student loan. You can apply for a small personal loan. So much better. You can apply for a small personal loan, and just, and wait and like you know wait for and like you know payments can start six months after you get approved. You can start. You can start that. And you can actually start. So that way, you can start accruing some funds. There for are it. good things about student loans, though. There are some good things about student loans that you can't do if it's a personal loan, like deferment and forbearance and, and things like that. If things happen to you after you've been paying on them, like if you lose your job and you're out of work or you're in a personal situation where you can't pay them for an extended period of time, you can apply for a deferment or forbearance or things like that. And and that is helpful. But now, but, t- but now tell us what happens if you still have a student loan and something else happens to you. You're still fucking paying. You cannot declare bankruptcy. Nope. You cannot default on it. it nope. You cannot default on it. Because if you default on your loan, they will garnish your wages and they will take it mm-hmm. out of your fucking paycheck. Mm-hmm. They will, and then in some cases, they will, in some cases they will take it out of your social security. So, don't get a student loan, kids. Just don't get a student loan. Mostly because they're owned by private companies. There is no regulation to them at all. Yeah. Which is how, which is how a student loan that started out with an APR, with an APR percentage interest rate of one point seven percent variably and everything, somehow goes, somehow went up to thirty. And yet, could have bought a house twice. Yep. So no student loans. No student loans, unless you want something haunting you for thirty years. But 
you know, then again, I do miss my aunt, so it's kind of nice to have her there in my closet, just staring at me with her eyes of shame. She's dead. <laughs> I'm talking to a ghost. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm moving half, on now. I'm half Polish. I'm very morbid. <laughs> You're half something. <laughs> hey, half psycho. Hey, I'm not all there no, myself. No, <laughs> Clouting the Cheshire Cat. Remember? <laughs> I'm Alice Wonderland. <laughs> Somebody help me, please. <laughs> You gotta admit, there's a lot of times where I move like the Cheshire Cat. Like, like you see me at one end of your place, and the next thing you know, I pop up. You turn around, I'm like right there. You're like, what the fuck did you do? Where'd you come from? I'm like, I'm everywhere. He is that. <laughs> and I kind of, you know, I may be big, but I move like a cat. Especially, remember that one time, remember that one time I was in Dragon, I was in high heels. You did not hear my feet make a sound. Yeah, I can't walk in those fuckers. Yeah, but that was that was. Just I cannot. Creepy. And that was. I just, can't even stand up in them. That was just creepy, right? I was walking around in stilettos, and you didn't hear them go click, clack, click, clack. I just like, I've no sound, just walking across the floor. And you're like, how are you doing that? I'm like, it's easy. I'm. A, it's easy. I'm a predator. <laughs> By design, sweetie. Well, technically, I'm a scavenger. Well, technically, I'm a stalker. Well, technically, you've been talking to a ghost for all this time. <laughs> There's something I haven't been telling you. <laughs> You're not really alive. I'm a robot. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. You really died in 1973. Mm. Darling, you give me too much credit. You give me way too much credit. More like 1673. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was there at the rock, and I was there at the rock, and apparently, um, and apparently, I proved that I was not a witch. Yeah, you are. <laughs> now remember, if you died, you weren't a witch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the witch trial. Got it. <laughs> uh, which we'll be talking about that more later. But anyways. So, okay, this little subject I wrote down here literally got you boggled, and I have never seen someone's eyeballs, like, do a double take as fast as yours when you read this. That, what I, I'm going to tell you, folks, what I wrote down in this outline, and this is a kind of a weird subject, but what I wrote down is, word for word, here it is. So, bees are now fish. A loophole in the Fish Conservation Protected Species Act. That's a little note I just So if bees are fish, are fish birds? And when we talk about the birds and the bees, are we really talking about humans? Or are we talking about... And are there more doors? Alligators. Are there more doors or windows in the world? Do you really want to ask that again? No, not really. <laughs> anyway. Mm. So, anywho, the... Uh, Okay, so, in the state of California, in the state of, I have had worse submissions. <laughs> Anyways, in the state of California, okay, so, uh, the Conservation, the Conservation and Protected Species Act and everything, basically, it's an act that protects, you know, mostly the coastal wildlife and everything. Right. Um, obviously, fish, number right. one. Um, but, unfortunately, um, 
because I remember that podcast that one time and everything, that one time where I pointed out that scientifically there's no such thing as a fish. That an article came out and everything, there's technically no such thing as a fish. They technically don't exist. Because fish is such a broad term, it doesn't really mean anything biologically. When you think of fish, you think of something that lives in the water with certain just generic traits. So, hold on. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Okay, sorry about that, folks. And they had a microphone slung up my crotch. So, <laughs> <laughs> we have Miss Tara here has been waiting on a phone call very desperately, and it came through. So she decided to hurl my microphone at her my crotch. So <laughs> I didn't mean to. Anyway, so I was talking about okay, so fish. So technically, biologically speaking, there's no such thing as fish. Anything. It's just way too broad terms. I mean, you could say our fish bony, our fish bony ver, our fish vertebrates. Yes, technically they are, but however, things that we call fish, a lot of them actually don't fit those, that normal pattern. There's just way too much diversity in what we call fish. Yeah. So, basically, um, that, so basically because of that and everything, this extension also goes over to the invertebrates of the coastal wildlife. Like, okay. it goes over to the invertebrates, it's like urchins, mussels, and clams. By also extension too, it goes over to water some certain waterfowls or certain like duck species and whatnot. And also, this does actually protect sea otters too. That Good, also I like otters. that also reside around the coast there too. And then also by that, it because of this big loophole and everything, this big biological loophole, it also extends to kelp beds, sea stars, very um, vital creatures in the coastal ecosystem around there. However, they decided. To go ahead and extend the same protection, and in the state of California and everything, um, bees are honey bees are technically now like all bees are now technically considered part of the protected species in the state of California. Which should be not just the state of California, right? But, I mean, I don't like bees <laughs> because bees sting and they go. But if they, but if they, dis but if they disappeared from the planet, we would be dead in seven years. That is a yeah, fact. It, it would be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they would, if they and wasp and hornet and red and dirt doublers and and red wasp and yellow wasp, all of our major pollinators would just, just stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> I would be. Perfectly happy about that because they sting and they hurt and they go buzz buzz bite, and then I go, son of a mother. But but I'm just saying they are important. Hey, there is nothing cuter than finding a honeybee falling asleep inside of a flower. Little fuzzy guy just asleep in a flower. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. They do that. Sure. They do that. I mean, just Google it. All I know is that Tanya's honey that she raises from her beehives is delicious. So I am thankful for honeybees. Yeah. Anyways, and so like I said, they got this because they're not protected species Don't because do it, dude. because bee populations are at risk with climate change and everything. Yeah. Also, basically, bee. He's gonna do it. I'll just let him. Basically, just you know, with the whole thing that they get used, they get used and abused a lot. They do. Wow, this is the first time we're going to see a truck attempt to be very brave next to your car. It's been a long time. Last time. Where are they from? Oklahoma. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course they have Oklahoma plates. Fucking Oklahoma. Well, they're doing, they're doing pretty good. Oh, look. They got enough distance. There you go. So, yay. Until they hit the... Well, whatever. Anyways, so yay. 
score for the bees. So yay, bees have more rights than women. We'll get to that momentarily. <laughs> Quit giving it away, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Skipping ahead a few chapters. Sorry. Just saying. You know what? And on that note, we are, you know, actually, just, you know, just one more thing. Just one more thing I'm just going to say about the bees. I'm just going to say about the bees. But seriously, Google, like, bumblebee sleeping in a flower. It is the cutest thing you've ever seen. It's like a little tiny yellow and orange, like, orange and yellow black muffet just curled up in a little flower. And it's literally just taking a nap in the flower. Aw, okay. <laughs> like, no, and, like, actually, people thought they were just getting stuck and everything. No, they actually are, no, they actually did studies. They actually, and also honeybees do this too. If they're far away, if they're far away from the hive and it's getting too dark for them to be able to see, they actually do that too and everything. They'll actually go inside flowers, and because like you know, because flowers, because a lot of flower species, they'll actually will close up and they will actually nap in the flowers. Aww. It's so freaking cute. Oh, anyways, on that note, we will take a break. We are back on break. Ugh. Well, sort of. I mean, we're taking a break. I mean, we're we're breakish. Brackish, brackish, brackish. Zach's got a ghetto booty. Okay, so Sarah's busy looking at dump trucks on the lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> dump trucks on the lot who apparently chew Copenhagen. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like they smell like polo. <laughs> And that that hat probably smells awful because it's never been washed. That's probably true. Okay. All right. Anyways, but anyways, so, okay, so we're getting a new Drag Race show series. I don't know if you can call it that anymore. Uh, well, it's another something versus the world thing, which makes me beg the question because, like, apparently when I saw that they were going to have this, okay, it's, it's Canada versus the world. So, basically... Queens are invited from all of the other franchises to come on to the Canada to come on to the Canada Drag Race stage to compete for the next Queen of the World. <laughs> Hosted by Brooklyn Heights. Well, okay. Cuz Canada is that big in the drag race scene. I know it's a little more popular than some of the other franchises. I'm just saying, I mean, Anyways, the question was, the question was, when I first saw, when I saw this announcement and everything, it was preceded by, because UK versus the world was such a success, what? I didn't think it was. It wasn't. It was, a, it was a disaster. That was a disaster shit show. We literally got the best of what was left episode. It was All Star Season 3 with Trixie Mattel all over again. <laughs> Where our only choices was Kennedy Davenport, who did well in the competition, but at the same time, really wasn't anyone was gunning for her. And then Trixie Mattel, who people were hoping would, but then she kind of wah, wah, in comparison to the fact that Bindula Krim was killing the competition before Bindula, you know... Yeah, extra herself off. And then Shangela was rising, so we were hoping it would be Shangela, considering the fact that out of all those queens, she literally was the most robbed. <laughs> And it so was, who ended up winning UK versus the world? Blue Hydrangea. And where was she from? She was from the UK. One of the UK oh. seasons. Uh, anyways, she um, she did, and she controversially um, 
eliminated one of the front runners of the competition, Pangina Heels, who didn't do bad and who has not who has not done bad or anything. Literally, and then just literally admitted that I eliminated Pangina because she was my biggest competition here, and also I felt bad for the fact that she eliminated my friend Jimbo. <laughs> So it was like petty on display. So like I said, what we got was the what was red what was the best of what was left. <laughs> Alright, so you watch it and let me know what happens. I will let you I will definitely let you know and everything. But I gotta tell you anything. UK versus the world. That was hard to watch. I mean it was going great the first couple episodes and everything, but that was but after Jimbo from Canada season one and everything got eliminated on that show. It was a shit. So you know Jimbo's going to be on Canada versus the world. I honestly hope so. I hope so. Can Jimbo needs to be. Because Jimbo's becoming the new Shangela. <laughs> I'm just saying Jimbo's becoming the new Shangela. Robbed, 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 robbed. And is actually an amazing performer. Amazing artist. All that stuff. You know, it's the first clown you saw that you weren't afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> Had an iconic entrance and everything. Oh, wow. It's so much bigger than I thought. Wow. I just literally did, did that for five minutes straight on set. And then I've said that before. Yeah, and then, of course, they did that climbing challenge where, <laughs> you know, they did that climbing challenge where they, yeah, I got that there. Where they where uh, Jimbo was like, they're going up that hill and everything. They were being blown by the snow and the fan. And, like, as soon as the air hits, uh, it was like, as soon as, huh. the, and as soon as the air Hello, lovelies. I have to jump in and interject right now. Um, this is your trigger warning. Um, unfortunately, my co-host decided to, which is okay, she decided to deviate from how we plan to get into the topic that we're about to talk about. But we started discussing um, our Supreme Court's recent decisions and what their effect is. And I'm just giving you a trigger warning right now. I do get very emotional in this um so here we go hit uh and see like the fan turn on everything jimbo just starts screaming ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so not to interrupt that what we're talking about but i'm going to that message that just came across my phone was from the news uh-huh july 1st set as britney griner's trial in Russia. Oh, okay. So they're actually going to put her on trial. Okay. <laughs> Some fucked up shit. It's Russia. They've had the same president for how many decades? But I'm just saying, she's over there because they found, allegedly, found a vape pen uh, and a pod uh, with CBD oil in it. Uh, allegedly. But they could pull my pod. Oh, wow, that's getting kind of empty. Um, and say that it has CBD oil in it. Not that I would take a pod to Russia. And I'm going to point this out that. But yeah, I'm just, in the in the time that she has been there, and Russia has gone to war with the Ukraine, uh -huh. they have let as a goodwill gesture or some kind of um 
peacekeeping agreement have let other people out of jail and released them to the United States. Uh-huh. So why the hell are they keeping Brittany Griner? Well, let's see. A basketball star. Just a WNBA basketball player. Okay, well, if you think about it for two seconds, honey, you literally just answered your own question. I know I did. One, she's an American woman who's a well-known basketball player here. Yeah. Two, and I'm going to say this very closely for everyone at home. Because it's fucking Russia. Yeah. We're not... This is the same people who um, endorsed and helped a certain fruit win. That's By true. fruit, I'm thinking a, a kind of a citrus. <laughs> Orange. Whose name is literally the name of the color it is. You know what I'm talking about? The guy who literally looks like he's wearing a dead cat on his head for God knows how long. You know, the one who everyone keeps saying, who he's comparing to Joe Biden as Joe, oh, sleepy Joe. And they're like, well, at least Joe's not shitting himself in the middle of a press conference after doing a line of coke. So I'm just saying that right there. There's a lot of shit coming out of that January 6th. That, that January 6th shit. You, you can just watch the recap. But, okay, and I'm I'm going to play devil's advocate for a whole minute. Uh-huh. Because you know I didn't, I, I didn't vote for Biden. Uh-huh. You also know I didn't vote for the other guy. Uh-huh. You know I voted libertarian. Uh-huh. Had he... Won the election. Because mm-hmm. we both, neither one of us wanted him to win the election. Neither one of us voted for him. Uh-huh. But. Uh-huh. Would we have overturned Roe v. Wade? Would we have, would we be in the shit show that our government is, is in right at this very minute? Overturning all of, all of, all of the things that we are trying to overturn right now. I'm, I'm, I am, I am, I am, Let me, let me, let me, let me get this closer to him. Yes, that was his platform. We're going to be talking about this in a whole hot minute, and I got a whole hot lot to say, considering the fact that one of us here in the, one of us here in the car and everything might be used as breeding stock, and the other one might be shot. Well, and I will just breeding stock because I can't have babies. So. Oh, good. So you just take care of the children and everything. I'll be dead. No, you'll hide at my apartment. I'll keep you safe. Anyways, but no, to answer that question, and to answer that question, and there's no devil advocate about it, this this son of a bitch, literally, since the can of worms has already been opened, this little son of a bitch, that was literally his platform, was turning over. He said it so many times during his during his little whole campaign tour. Let's overturn Roe versus Wade. Let's do this. Bigger business, bigger business, bigger business. Literally, that was his whole campaign. But the problem was and everything was that good news is he's out of the office. It stalled it for just a short bit, for a whole hot minute. I mean, he stacked the fucking Supreme Court. Three justices, he stacked the fucking Supreme Court. He did exactly what he said Joe Biden was going to do. He stacked the fucking Supreme Court. He did all this. It was all planned out. He was a fucking Ponzi puppet. <laughs> all right. I'm just going to say it right now and everything. Getting Joe Biden in office, it stalled it for a hot minute. 
installed it for a hot minute and hopefully and hopefully there was a chance that people on the other end of the whole booth and everything would kind of wake up start being more in start start having a little more initiative started having a little more initiative and everything but like all it really did was that it stalled it yeah it literally true. stalled it and quite literally i can't remember her name there is a woman who literally endorsed him from the beginning who had a I don't comprehensive understand plan. how women can endorse this. How women, because they're women in Congress and women in the Senate, can actually think this is a good idea. Let like me. how they can think, how women can literally think that a that men men have the right to tell a woman what to do with her body. I will never understand how women women can say that men have the right to tell a woman what to do with their body. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Weren't you part of the Mormon church for a whole hot minute? Same thing. Religious indoctrination. They all use the exact same thing. The sword of God will come in and save us. Well, Jesus said to do this. This was the Lord's work. There's literally an entire group of women and everything who are proud Republicans, proud Republicans, and proud, and proud, and proud heiresses of Confederate fortunes who literally did all this. They manip who manipulated everything for the last for the last you know fifty plus years in the background, being the good little wives that they were. And I mean, you know who the biggest you know actually, and this is a fact you guys should look up too. You know who the biggest contributor to a lot of to a lot of Republican um, laws and legislations is? The NRA. No, it's a religious group. It's literally a religious group. Yeah, it's literally a religious group. They are, they are. And they are one of the biggest powers in the business world and in the legal world because that's their business. And they do it under the fellowship of God. These are people who weaponize Christianity to a point and everything to where it's literally indoctrinated, which is why they're afraid of things like, like you know, which is why they're afraid of things and use hot, buck, hot topic issues like CRT, like CRT, why they hate having LGBT or diversity being taught in schools, why they're picking and choosing what they teach out of what, what can be in a textbook for history. And, you know, and they mostly target public schools and everything and push for, and do, and do things for charter schools because charter schools, don't, charter schools don't have to follow federal regulations. They don't necessarily have to follow federal regulations or anything. They can teach religion in school. They can teach what they want to teach. Whereas public schools, they have to fulfill something. They have to fulfill mandates and everything provided by the Department of Education, which is another thing they want to get rid of. But you're so screwed. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Here's what to do next. <sighs> here's what to do next. If you here's what to do next. If you disagree with any of this, and by the way, just skipping ahead because because we're skipping ahead and everything. Sorry. I was talking about. I was talking. I was going. We were going to talk about the fact that um, drag race that drag not just drag race stars, but drag stars, because as we all know, what happened with the Uvalde, Texas, the biggest shooting in history so far for school for mass shooting for school systems in the U.S. history so far and everything in Uvalde, Texas. In the wake of all this and everything, in the wake of all this, they decided to go ahead and not nonchalantly start targeting drag queens as being the real danger to children. Not which is the biggest bunch of bullshit mm -hmm. i'm sorry i have n okay so 
we live in the central Texas area. Mm-hmm. You know, where they call it the heart of Texas. So we, we're in central Texas. I, you and I have traveled to several different places. Uh-huh. Um, I have another friend that I have traveled with as far as going out with. And he and I have gone to Dallas to the strip where uh-huh. there's just lines of gay and lesbian bars and drag bars and you and I have gone to drag bars, several drag bars. And I am sorry. I have never felt safer mm-hmm. than when I'm with you or I'm with him and we have gone to gay bars or lesbian bars or mm-hmm. drag queen bars or drag shows or whatever. Never. I've never felt safer. Mm-hmm. I know that you would never let anything happen to me. I know he would never let anything happen to me. But I just, you, when you go in, there is just an aura of acceptance. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna hurt anybody. Nobody's going to make anyone else feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. When you and I go to a bar that we used to go to every fucking week before we started, before our shifts changed, and we started coming here uh-huh. every Monday morning or whatever, mm-hmm. there were times when I didn't feel safe. Right. And you had to step in. Mm-hmm. Because I got to be made feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I got put in a situation that I didn't like. And you had to step in. And we had... And that guy got kicked out. Mm-hmm. Because of the way he made me feel. Mm-hmm. Because he got in my bubble. And he got in my face. And it was not okay. Mm-hmm. So, that whole... Drag stars are the damned or they're a horrible influence or whatever that's bullshit they are some of the nicest some of the most accepting and some of the sweetest people you will ever freaking meet mm-hmm. they don't they they don't push an agenda they don't push ideologies they don't no. do any of that they are there to entertain they are there to do a job honestly mm-hmm. that is their job that is what they do to make a living. Mm-hmm. And when it's all said and done, they are there to make friends. Mm-hmm. And they do it well. And I, we, I don't know if we went, I don't think we did, we went to any in Louisiana. No. But we've no. gone up and down the coast of Texas. We've gone to a couple. Um, I've gone to them in Dallas. They are, and I've gone to them where we live. And... Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just going to say this about this, about those little drag queen story hours and stuff like that. They're mostly the targets for all this or those, dra- or those drag events where they allow children to come to and everything. First of all, their parents are bringing them here. Exactly. You are these people who are, you know, who who are just spreading all this hate and shit and everything. They keep saying, don't tell me how to raise my children or don't tell me what to teach my children or don't tell me this but you're going to take the audacity to tell them how to raise their children and how to tell them what to do there is not a single drag queen out there well i only know of one that was not a nice person and you know which one i'm talking about oh, yeah. but there is not a single drag queen out there 
that I know of that would ever force a parent to bring a child to an event. Mm -hmm. Whether it is DragCon, whether it is a Pride Parade, whether it is a drag show, whether whatever it is. Mm-hmm. No drag queen would force a parent to bring a child. Mm-hmm. And honestly, a lot of drag shows are done at night. Mm-hmm. So, and they're at, at bars. Yeah. So children wouldn't be able to come in. So yeah, and you know, and I'm just gonna say this right now too. I'm just gonna say this like right now too. Um, first of all, me being a drag queen, my agenda isn't to fucking change your mind. If I do, then we fucking who? I could literally give two shits. Honestly, I can literally get two shits and everything. But you know what? If I get asked to like do like if I ever get asked to like do like a drag queen story hour or something with kids and everything, you bet your bust you bet your busters I'm gonna be reading the wizard the wonderful wizard of oz and everything dresses Glinda the fucking good witch or dresses the wicked witch of the west. I'm gonna be doing funny voices. Your children are gonna be your children are gonna be perfectly safe and everything. If they have questions, guess what? I'm gonna do the responsible thing like any reasonable person. I am going to direct it to the parents. Exactly. I'm going to direct it to the parents. I am not going to step in. And I'm just, I'm just going to say this right now, too, and everything. Like, um, there's a, like, like, you've seen them on TikTok and everything. Conservative gays. Yes. Conservative Republican gays. How fucking dare you, those fucking twat waffles. You can I'm sorry, but right now, with the ideologies and platforms of all Republican parties are out there right now. If you are, you cannot be identified as part of the LGBTQIA plus community and relate to that. You cannot because guess what? Because guess what? You're cherry, because guess what? Just like these fucking Bible thumpers are, you're cherry picking what you want to believe in. You're cherry picking all this and everything, but you're not reading the whole fucking story. You're not. These people are like, I'm just going to, oh my God. I'm just going to say this right now and everything. If these fuckers knew what it was like to actually be scared, to actually be afraid to walk down their fucking street at 10 fucking years old before they knew what it was like and everything, get a gun shown to their fucking face and told, I'm going to fucking kill you, faggot, like I was. If they ever felt that fucking fear, if they ever had to worry about being bullied or being punished at school and everything, or you know what, or even in my t- or even in my teens and everything, being fired because for some being fired because for some odd reason and everything, one of my gossipy friends let out, oh, I think my manager's cute, and everything, or you know what, or go to fucking jail because I was found out of border go to fucking jail because I was making out with someone who just didn't identify who identified as my same gender. All right, if these people fucking knew what I was, well, not just what I went through, but what some of my fucking friends went through, what the shit they go through every day, if they fucking knew what it was like to be afraid, what it was like to be constantly afraid, told you shouldn't be alive by some of your fucking family members, being told by people who say, we love you, but we hate your sin, something I can't control. If they fucking knew what that was like. And that's I, and and that's the thing. People think that this is a choice that you made. I hate and I fucking, I fucking hate that. I really do. I fucking hate that. I hate people. No. I hate people. I personally, you know, I personally, if the things if things don't get better, I personally feel like there was one point in my life or anything where if things don't get better, I personally feel like the world should just fucking burn and I'll take everyone out with me. Everything. I personally would love God to come in and do a fucking reset. I would. 
I would, I would. There was a point in my life and everything where I gave up on people. I gave up on, sh I gave up on shit and everything. I gave up on living so many fucking times because of people like this. And you know what? And it was really sad about this and everything. And I, like we talked about this while we were on break and everything about the fact that I have so many fucking conservative fan members and everything that finally, finally, they're now finally opening their fucking eyes. They're maybe just opening just a little bit. They're finally maybe doing it. Finally. And you know, finally. But you know what? To tell you the truth and everything, I'm just going to say it right now and everything. I don't forgive them. Mm -mm. I'm never going to forgive them. I'm never going to forgive them because these son of a bitches told me that they loved me. They loved me, but they voted for people who want me dead. Yeah. So I'm never forgiving them. Ever. They're dead to me. You know, and I'm going to say this right and to anyone listening to this right now, anything, if you agree with me in any fucking sense of the word, here's what I'm going to tell you to do. I'm going to tell you what I told you the last few fucking podcasts. Vote fucking local. Know your fucking, know the people who you're fucking voting for. Don't cherry pick. And guess what? If you want to be a fucking decent human being, don't just vote for your personal interests. Don't. Think about how this is going to affect other people. You know, it's just... Because it starts local. It starts in our cities, mm -hmm. and it starts in, it starts on our school boards. Let's start there. It starts in our school boards, then it starts in our cities, then it goes to our state governments. And our state governments are getting scary. Mm -hmm. I mean, just in Texas, we've been reading the stuff that our Republican mm -hmm. Party is putting before. And they're planning it out. And, out, it, and, and it's, oh my God. They're working the strings. and it, it It's ludicrous. It is absolutely ludicrous what is going before the state government right now. Mm -hmm. And... If you're in Texas, guys, you need to be alert and you mm -hmm. need to be paying attention because mm -hmm. if, if, if what the Republican Party is putting up before the government gets pushed through, we're in trouble. We're in, we're in big trouble. Mm -hmm. And it's all available. And it's all available to be read point blank on... Um, what's the website? Republican.gov or just, something like that. Just, I mean, you can just, just a, Google this stuff. You can even just go to, you can just even go to the Homeland Security website or whatever. You just literally every government website has links to all this stuff. And, you know, and I'm just going to, and I'm just, I'm just, I am just so tired of this. I'm just like really so tired of this. And you know what? I'm just going to say this right now and everything to anyone who's infuriated. You know how I survived all the, like the hate and shit and death threats I've gotten over the years. You, you want to know what my secret is? And like why I haven't like completely broke down. Sex. Those funny, funny daddy. No. <laughs> Anyways, no. Here's what I did. Here's tequila. What I, can I please get serious for a moment? Sorry. Oh, here's what I did. You know what I learned to do? I learned very simple. One and everything. One, these people don't know me. They don't care to know me and everything. They don't really matter anything to me and everything it's as anything to me whether they're my high school bullies or they were just the asshole i'm related to or many assholes i'm related to um, anyways, if they were just that and everything they are they really don't matter they really don't matter i'm wasting so much time and energy on these idiots and everything you know what you know what? i'm going to turn my sadness and everything i'm going to turn it to anger i want to use that anger and i'm going to let it motivate me and fuel me 
that's what I did. I turned my anger, I turned my anger, and I motivated it, and I feeled it, and I feeled it and everything. And I learned that, guess what? I learned a very long time ago that it is okay. It doesn't matter if they either gave birth to you or if you just happen to be born and you happen to have the same DNA inside you and everything. It doesn't matter how close you supposedly are, whatever and everything. It doesn't matter. If they are causing you any kind of grief or whatever in your life and everything, you need to cut them out. Just cut them out. Out. If they want to be part of your life later on and everything, I mean, sure, keep the door open a little bit and everything, but you know what? But don't have an open door policy. Have a screen door policy. Because they didn't have a screen door policy and everything, and then evaluate if you can let them in again. But at the same time, I'm just going to say, that's how I did it. That's like how I did it and everything. That's, that's how I did it. That's how I kind of got over, not really got over. I moved on and everything. That's how I learned how to start loving myself. That's how I learned how to start accepting myself and everything. I didn't let, pe I was tired of people getting to me and it felt so good telling some of them straight to their faces, fuck you. I don't care who it is. Even if it's your mom, your sister, or, or like your cousin, your aunt, or uncle, grandpa, dad, whatever. I don't care and everything. If they're causing you that grief in your life, I'm just going to tell you right now. Just tell them straight to their face. Fuck you. Walk away. If they want to know more, if they even genuinely care at all and everything, then they'll come and ask you. Or they'll, then they'll come and approach you. But you don't come back to them. You just let them go. Let them go. And, you know, and so first of all, I'm going to say right now, obviously, and everything, because a lot of my personal freedoms are tied with a lot of that of women, a lot of that of women and everything, or anybody who has a uterus, anybody who has a uterus, anybody who, anybody like who is basically, anybody who is part of even the BIPOC community, all that stuff, like all these other people and everything, anybody who is not a straight, hetero, white, Christian male. And like, yes, even you hoity-toity white Christian bitches who apparently like to tout God and tell me about all my sin, tell me about all my sins. Meanwhile, how, meanwhile, how's it going being married to your 70 year old husband, 70 year old husband or anything who touched you in your bad place 40 years ago? Tell me, how's it going? Because God said he could marry you. I'm just, that's another whole thing. But anyways, I'm just going to say right now and everything, because like these other disenfranchised people and everything, my rights go hand in hand with so much of them and everything. So, you know, that's one thing. And that's one freedom I got from drag and everything was that that became my armor. That became my armor. That became my armor. And then here's the little sentimental part, everybody and everything. And my armor started with a love letter. It started because my drag started out as a love letter to all the first... First, it became a door. It became a way for me to get in, to open up to a whole new world I didn't know about out of my little conservative little town. And it's also a love. It's also a way for me to express my love letter to all the first badass bitches in my life. I'm talking to all the strong women that are in my life, and then also a love letter to <laughs> also a love letter to um, all the love letter to the trans women in my life, the trans men in my life, and everything. Uh, people, um, trans men, women in my life, uh, black and the strong black women that have come in my life, the strong. Is the strong Hispanic, the strong Latina, the strong Hispanic Latina, uh, the strong, the strong, you know, Asian, the strong Asian people in my life. Basically, all these disenfranchised groups that I have had the privilege to meet that I didn't have until I started actually delving the drag and then delving the history and then putting myself out there to go meet them and everything. This is a big love. My drag is a love letter to all these people that have walked in that I have been blessed with that walked in my life that are my chosen family that are my chosen family that I choose to love. This is a big love letter to all of them. That's what my drag represents.
and that's my drag resistance, and it's my armor, and I will get in my fucking armor, I will grab my, I will grab my claymore, and I will jump into the fray for it. I will jump into the fray in a heartbeat. Because without them, I would not be alive. So, on that note, we're going to take a little short break and you're going to get another <laughs> sponsored little audio thing, whatever. We'll be back in just a moment. Okay, so if you um, made it through to this point, I want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to that. Um, I, I, per- I wish that, you know, that we kind of presented it in a different way, but those are just some things that I had to say, um, and my co and some things that my co-host had to share too. Um, so just remember that these decisions, they do affect all of us, um, but anyways, um, back to our regular, well, I guess irregular programming. <laughs> okay, now that that a little heart-to-heart moment of, sorry if I was screaming. <laughs> you were. A lot. Well, I'm sorry, but things just had to be said. Invented. A lot. I'm glad I'm going on vacation soon. I wish I was. I know, but don't worry. I will decorate a Malibu bottle in, as an effigy of you, and I'll take you with me, and we'll be like, hey, where's Sarah? Oh, look at the cooler. She's chilling. <laughs> <laughs> I have the wig. I, I'm going to make the yarn wig for the lid and everything. Make a little outfit from some denim scraps I have, and some, from denim scraps and some shirt, and some shirt scraps I have. We're going to make it all work. Thanks. Yes. And I have a little name badge on there that has your name on it. <laughs> and I'll be like this. I'll be like I'll be like this. This is my baby Sarah. Now if you excuse me, I gotta rip off her head so I can get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and just for shits and giggles, I'll put a little red food coloring in there to scare people. <laughs> Freak show. Okay, so we're going to kind of round out this podcast a little bit because it went off the rails a little too soon. Okay, so I was talking about, oh yeah, how the UK versus the world was terrible. For some odd reason, people were saying it's a success. It wasn't a success, let's be honest. It sucked. And now it's going to be Canada versus the world, which, you know, to tell you the truth and everything, if it involves another country, I'm kind of glad RuPaul's not, when RuPaul's not there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say that. I'm just, I'm just saying that. I mean, like, especially with the UK seasons, they tried applying American drag sensibilities to another country <laughs> you know I mean yeah. like I mean like the Vivian season one was the ambassador of drag for the UK why didn't they just ask the Vivian to host the show but why don't they ask me to host I don't know because magic I don't know <laughs> I mean, as he takes RuPaul 12 hours to get ready, you willing to spend 12 hours in the makeup chair? Well, it takes me like an hour. Yeah, but you're not full HD camera ready. Oh, that's true. I'm barely iPhone ready. 
But afterwards, you get to apparently sit behind the desk in sweatpants. Oh, that'll work. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and you're going to need them because apparently they keep the temperature like at 62 in the studio. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Oh. Anyways. Shit, are you kidding me? At 62, I'm still in shorts. <laughs> still in shorts, barefoot. Right. Still in shorts, barefoot, still complaining about being hot. That is true, but we grew up in Texas, so... Yeah, you go ahead. Too, it is still hot. You go ahead and unclip your bra and everything, and something that the stage PA has to like hide behind you and kind of pull the straps so everything stays just right. <laughs> that is true. The first thing that comes off when you get home is what? Um, my well, thong. my shoes. But ew. <laughs> no, the first thing that comes off is the bra, or actually, it's the second thing. The first thing is the shoes. Hey, as as that. Was that viral audio on TikTok says, My melons were meant to be free. Yeah. Hey, my boobs can jiggle if they want to. If they don't, they're enough friends of mine. Because if your boobs don't bounce, and then they don't bounce, and then they're friends of mine. Okay. My melons were meant to be free. Alright, so what's next? <laughs> okay. So, let's see, we already talked about the whole political thing, which we're probably going to need a special segment for that. But we are going to need, like, a whole... Says, we are going to need a special segment just for political shit if we're ever going to bring them up or anything. Which, yeah. I foresee that's going to probably happen. Yeah. But, well, anyways, um, so, apparently, I found this article from, you know, this magazine called Eat This, Not That, where they rate foods and, like, whatever and everything. They, they put restaurants against each other, but they also rate different, like, you know, um, just off-the-shelf stuff. Like, in this case, coffee. I don't drink coffee. I know, but you, all the brands they listed here for you to not drink because of how terrible the ingredients are. Okay. Guess what? Oh, your dump truck's back. Back it up. Back it up. You See, back. he just has a big old ghetto booty. He's like flat back, flat back, flat back, ghetto booty. I kind of want to do that test where he lays on the floor and I try and roll, um, you know, where the where like the um. The weightlifting thing, you know what I'm talking about? Nice car. Yeah. You know, like the weightlifting thing. That's you know, an old guy. Anyway. You, like, you like the weightlifting thing where they put the like the weight yes. and just roll it to see if his butt stops it. And his butt would stop it. Because <laughs> that's how you know you got a booty. I don't have a booty. I got it. I took after my daddy. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not a top, but at the same time, I do appreciate a juicy ass. He had a juicy ass. Mm-hmm. Big juicy ass. <laughs> but he was all flat back, and then get a booty. I like I like picturing the juicy asses dancing. Basically, uh, the the Gram Lizzo's Grammy performance, you know, where it's like the giant inflatable ass, boom boom, <laughs> just like why men great till they gotta be great. Woo! Yeah, I just took the DNA test. Turns out I'm a hundred. All right, we're good. All right, all right. but you remember the performance, right? Yeah, because you made me watch it. The giant booty dancing. <laughs> that was awesome. Go Lizzo. Lizzo. <laughs> oh, anyways. Um, so, these eight coffee brands in did include Maxwell House, Folgers, you've heard of these. Yes. Um, even McDonald's own brand, Dunkin' Donuts. These were all bad? Yes, for their low quality of ingredients because it's not really that hard to actually like find out where they're sourcing the coffee and everything, but also, um, the pr also the also, like, you know, whatever. Anyways, I think my mom drinks Maxwell House. Yeah. Or Folgers. Yeah. But, anyways, but... Whichever one's in a big red tub. Oh, that's a Folgers. Yeah, that, that, that's Folgers. Yeah, but, anyways. But, like, these were all the eight known brands and everything. And, surprisingly, the ones that are, like, from restaurants and everything 
when they come from the restaurant, they get the higher rating, but then you make it at home, per the directions, low satisfaction rate. Huh. Mostly people are just drinking it. What about the Keurig pods? Oh, same thing too. It's like, just any them at home. It's like, they all suck. So people buying these coffee brands off the shelf, and they all suck. And then of course- And why do people drink them so much? <laughs> Well, because they fell in love with them, like, either at the store or it's just what they grew up with or whatever. And, like, you know, and, you know, coffee is a lot like wine and everything. It's got, like, different, me as a coffee fanatic and everything, it's got, like, there are different notes and stuff to it. Sure. All the way from absolutely ass bitter to surprisingly sweet and light. They're all bitter to me. Yes, they're all bitter to you. They are bitter to you. We'll eventually get you there. Like my love life. We'll eventually get you there. I mean, you started like that vanilla mocha frap thing from Starbucks. Yeah, the vanilla one that you like. I think I did like that. Yeah, you did like that because you got like four of them once. You got like four of them once in like a week. No, that wasn't me. No, that was you because like you said, like you went, you went there and you were by that Starbucks again and you were like, oh, they had, they actually had muffins. I was in the mood for muffins and I also got this too. And because I remembered I liked it and you tried, you drank it and you're like, yeah, I really like it. <laughs> Maybe if we start slowly adding more and more coffee to the beverage and, you know, getting you used to it. What do you think? Kind of like titrating it or, you know, easing onto it. Microdosing. Yeah. You know, okay. like you're supposed to do with acid. <laughs> microdose. Microdose. Okay. As RuPaul gave the best advice on how to take acid, you need to microdose. Okay? You need to microdose. They hand you that stamp, you tear a pe tiny piece of it off. You microdose throughout the day. You eventually get more and more and more. Eventually get more and more, but you, and you do it once a day. Once a 24 hour period, and then eventually you start getting the good high. Alrighty. Without the bad side effects. He's got to get a booty too. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. That was a juicy butt. Come and sit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your seat, sir. Oh, don't mind the bump. That's just my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pee. <laughs> anyway, so these eight brands, they're all well-known brands and everything. And actually, it's been proven like the Starbucks, McDonald's, and Dunkin' Donuts. And everything. It's been proven that the stores themselves get the higher quality ingredients. Get like the higher quality coffee versus what they actually sell in the store. So it's kind of a scam. That's actually a big old scam. Well, all right. All right. So because we felt bad because May ended and of course June ended, June's ending, and this is gonna, by the time this airs and everything, we felt bad. You brought it up, everything. We missed a few awareness things. We did. We did not talk about mental health awareness this year. Oh, I can't figure out how to scroll. Okay, there. Uh, so anyway, so I found some things. Because this is going to air January, July 2nd. It's not too late to do these appreciation things. So the most important... Oh, yeah, your ankle on your... It's Aunt and Uncle Day on July 26th. <laughs> I almost said ankle of oonce. <laughs> ankle of Aunt and Uncle Day is July 26th. So everybody send me a card. Yeah, because... Happy she, Aunt Day. Because she's just so precious. <laughs> I am. Damn it. I don't get Mother's Day because I can't have a kid. I don't get Father's Day because, well, I'm not a father. Although, with this, although if legislation changes in as little as six months, if you if you identify that way, you could be. Sure. I'm sorry that was so wrong. Please. Forgive it was. Me. 
So, Aunt and Uncle Day, July 26th, send me a, send me a gift. Meantime, here's some other days. <laughs> some awareness events starting July 1st. Clean the beaches week. That is a good week. That is a good week. That is a good reason to, to stay on the beach for a week. Yeah. Also on July 1st is Reggae Day. Eh, 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 eh. Uh, Canada Day. And then also July is Sarcoma Awareness Month. As well as National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. Since we know that, you know, psychology in general. Yeah, is... you had, you had a thesis that definitively proved psychology was racist. Yeah. So... It really did. That's a fact. I mean, that's a fact. Actually, actually, a lot of the big psychological institutes and everything—they actually do recognize that. And they're trying to change it. So. Yeah. Anyway, so, anyways, um, also, um, internationally, ba plastic bag free day is July third. Don't use plastic bags on that day. So I'm just not gonna go get groceries that day. No, you can, but you get the reusable ones. And plus, you can use them to carry more crap, like you know, or store yeah. crap. So, anyway. Just like I do, I just use my store crap. <laughs> International Kissing Day is July sixth. So I, I gotta go find somebody. Cover up your cold source. <laughs> Get your Breva. <laughs> Get your Breva. Get your Get your Carmax. Get your Lip Smack. Get your Lip Chap. Your Gloss. First bees. Your lip, uh, the day before, do a lip scrub and do a lip mask. You know, get on ready. And if you want to know your perfect color for your lips, the easiest way to tell is look at your areola. Thank you, Jeffree Star. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> but anyways, no, but look at, no, but seriously, that's actually like, that's actually the biggest tip. Look at the color of your areola and everything and try and match your lipstick to that. That's supposed to be your net, your perfect nude. I like the colors that I bought. I like my colors. Oh, anyways. And you have to admit, my lip color is on point. Yes, her nude shade is purple, by the way. <laughs> Give me a hint what you're in for. <laughs> to anybody sees, to anybody sees, to anybody who wants to get the, to anybody who, you know, just so make sure you're not giving the ha to the ta-tas. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Also, this is my, the this best day, day of the year. year. World Chocolate, Chocolate Day. Day, July 7th. I'm just going to stock up on some chocolate and eat nothing but chocolate on... Uh, oh, wait, no, I'm not working nights that you, that day. Mazel tov. <laughs> I'll be at work. You'll be headed to the beach. With chocolate melting in my mouth. Without me. I'm so sorry. I already said I was going to make the effigy. Do you want me to, get, you want me to eat so much chocolate I go into a diabetic coma? Yes. Too? Fuck you. <laughs> Fine, I will dedicate every fried shrimp I eat to you. Asshole. Your hopes. Ow. Your dreams. That'll be nice. I'll eat your nightmares. <laughs> Dick. Your traumas, I'll eat them too. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm kind of like a... I'm, You're not allowed to eat any fried shrimp. Any mussels, any pasta, uh -huh. um, <laughs> any buckies, um, you're not allowed to eat, what else do I eat when we're on vacation? 
No, I'm allowed to eat anything that I would eat while you're on vacation. Okay, but the waiters, but the waiters ass and taint still there, right? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> yes, because unlike a certain somebody over here, I am willing to do that, and mm -hmm. I have standards. And I am a sick motherfucking dick pig. <laughs> <laughs> In the bed, in the in between the sheets. No, <laughs> that's yeah, not, I got, yeah, you I, don't I, even I, need to go between I was the sheets. Trying yeah. to read that like a fortune cookie, you know, between the sheets. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're just a sick, twisted motherfucker. Hey, hey, hey! That's only with my lovers. <laughs> no, it's really not. That is only with my lovers. I no, would, it's not. I describe it to you. I do it to them. <laughs> right. So you're a sick. Twisted motherfucker. No, I'm actually censoring it for you. <laughs> what I'm doing with them. <laughs> then that's scary as hell because you don't censor shit. Says the lady who likes to be choked. Shut up. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> it's a full circle moment. <laughs> you know what? For somebody that takes it up the ass, you just need to shut it. <laughs> well, you know, there's a problem with that, dear. If I shut it, then I'm just a tease. <laughs> You're going to make me pee in my car. <laughs> well, it's your car. I don't want to pee in it. It's not a toilet. It's scotch guarded, so. Well, yeah, it kind of is. It's scotch guarded. It's not like you don't have a towel here somewhere. Mm, I don't know if I do. Well, let's not risk it by making you. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should go back into stand up comedy. What do you think? <clears throat> no, because I would be the butt of all your jokes. Well, I'd also be talking about that one time we took it up the butt. Do we really have to mention that? Yeah, you're Does right. Does it that, really that count? Does it really count if it only lasted like five seconds? Oh, wait, that's right. No, that's for an episode for terrible sex stories we have. Yeah. And then, guys, and then. We need to have an episode of terrible first dates and terrible sex stories. You know what? I got an idea. I'm going to make an announcement now since we, you kind of you kind of shared a little bit of the announcement. So, as you know of. Okay, so I'm going to be having a temporary co a guest co-host come on here. Yeah. Miss Sarah has has a new day job. I do. And she's going to No be more night shift. <laughs> and she's going to be getting settled into that and everything. That's going to take yes. a little whole hot minute. So that's going to take yeah. a little whole hot minute. So I'm basically so every stress I put her under on a normal average basis or anything, I'm taking that away from her. Uh, so for the next couple of episodes, it's going to be me and my other guest host who's going to be Who's a very old friend of mine. Um, you'll love her. You'll love her. She's Miss Liz. Oh yes, Miss Liz. Liz, Lib, Libby, Liz. Which, I, I called her Libs. <laughs> Libs. Well, she's good with either one. But anyways, but like a anyways, the so Libmeister. You'll be introduced to her. Also, you know what? Libby is going to be back on the. Is going. I'm probably going to end this season with Libby. And we're going to start the new season. At our new location. At our new location. With the episode we've been talking about for so long. The sex talk. <laughs> <laughs> talk about sex, baby. These That's stories funny. don't end happy. No, they don't. <laughs> but we got a burn list and a burn book just like the mean yes. girls do. And you know, Bad first dates. Bad sex. Bad 
and we can look at just it now. bad boyfriends. And we can look at it now. We were so stupid. Yeah, we were. <laughs> now God, we know we better. Now we know better. Yeah. We know better, and we have from the stories. first time to the last time. And we have ammo in case these guys want to. In case we. How need, fucking yeah, we do. In it's, case we need mooch off of these dudes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, so until then, my lovelies, shall we say goodbye? Goodbye. Farewell. I'll be the Zane. Salutations. Konnichiwa. Oh wait, I think that's hello. Yeah, that's. Hello. Sayonara. There we go. Okay, sayonara. <laughs> um. Meh. Have a good week. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening, my lovelies, and I will see you next time. Um, and as I said, I will be having a different co-host for a couple episodes, which is just fine. Um, but anyways, I will see you on the next one. Bye.